You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. It's no grease, but I'm not sure it wants to be. Jamie? Right. Let's go watch Grease 2. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. This is a podcast um, about 80s movies, actually. Uh, my friend and I, a DP McCambridge, I, Jamie Lorello, will sit here and chat on about a movie that takes place in the 1980s. Well, that took place in the 1980s. Wait, no. <laughs> because this movie does not actually take place in the 80s, although right, it was so that's made not what in we the do 80s. on this podcast. We talk about movies that were made in the 80s. That's correct. That's correct. I'm keeping you on your toes. I'm keeping you on your toes. So right off the bat, and I guess introductions be damned because I don't care. What is, where? Rydell High. How is this related to (laughs) Greece? Oh, you didn't see the instant connection? Well, okay, first of all, (laughs) yes, there's pink ladies and T-birds all over the place. The same teachers are there or the principal whatever that lady is yeah but time wise oh it's it's 1961 in this movie so how long after i don't think it's many years i want to say it's supposed to be a handful i don't remember exactly the year that greece one took place right but i don't think we're meant to think like the old class graduated because like um Frenchie comes back in. She was in the previous one. Yeah. And there's no mention of... Go ahead. Did you at any point start to think that Frenchie was just a figment of his imagination? She doesn't (laughs) interact with anyone. No one else acknowledges that she... Even when you're in the room with her, they're talking to him about chemistry. And any other time, the two of them are alone and she just pops in with some sage advice. And I was like, ooh... Did Frenchie die? And this is just like <laughs> her this, ghost trying her to help apparition, him out. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't look at that perspective, but it is possible because you're right. She makes a comment at one point, Frenchie, when he's like, I'm, I'm kind of into to Stephanie. And Your she says, British well, we're accent best friends. is a thousand times better than this guy's. And I, he might even be British. I don't know. But his accent is I read laughable. Somewhere. That he said that after that Greece too ruined him, he couldn't get work for a decade. Oh after. my god! Yeah. Do you um, do you have his deal? Because he's a super hunk. First of all, like yeah, he's he a handsome young man. Should have gotten work. Yeah. After this, well, and I guess this. he was. I did read a little bit that he was slated to be like the next Richard Gere because he, he was a handsome young man. But again, uh, he did this movie. We need another Richard Gere. This one's used up. Are you slated to be the next one? Well, he re- <laughs> he reminds me too of um, oh who's the who's the young lad in a Princess Bride? What's that? Oh, little... a Carrie Elwes. Yes, he sure. kind of reminded me of almost or um, 
Also, I'm going to sound like an old lady again. The young, <laughs> is it Chris Hemsworth? The the young, sure. handsome man that people like. He's in the superhero movies. Yeah, he's either the, the Thor, Thor. He's the Thor. Or he's the Captain America. Or yes. he's one of those. I think there's yes. three of them Hemsworths floating around. <laughs> was one of them a, what was that stupid biker show? Oh. I'm saying stupid biker show, but I never watched it. Is that a Hemsworth? Well, he, he. Uh, anyway, he's none it of these people, though. No, is, is the bottom line, <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> Let's what keep he later became. people that he isn't. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Now you're on the other end of the spectrum, but yeah, I Danny don't think DeVito. he. I think. He, <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what else he's done. He seems maybe he's done like guest stars on Law and Order. I don't know. That's always my go-to for actors that I are know. like, what did no. they ever do? <laughs> So that's what I'm going to One day assume. you're going to say that, and I'll be like, Jamie, this person actually won an Emmy for their appearance on Law & Order SVU. <laughs> and I'll be very proud of them. Yeah. 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 I'll be excited I, for I was... This is a weird movie. Like, this is a very bizarre movie. Mm. Because maybe the best thing to do is to just not call this movie Grease 2... To, to to find a person who's never seen Grease, wouldn't oh, know yeah. this is a sequel, retitle right. it, and just show this to them as a movie. Yeah. Because maybe their experience would be different. I know that people like this movie. I've heard yeah. from them on Twitter. Yeah, that they're fans of, yes. of the Grease, too. Sure, people like Michelle Pfeiffer's performance, I guess. I'm kind of into her performance in this movie be- maybe because i was so unimpressed with witches of eastwick which is the only oh. other time we've seen her right 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 she was she was into it she seemed to be having fun yeah i agree in the beginning is she wearing a wig is that a wig no it's her hair it's her bangs are you all sure about up. that i'm okay. pretty sure i mean i think she's got thin hair but the magic of uh all right here in wardrobe i thought in the beginning she was a little too much like i get it she's supposed to be this like tomboy mechanic you know works at a gas station kind of thing but she's almost like too like what's her name from the facts of life <laughs> like joe from the facts of life yeah she's like <laughs> why didn't joe play this role <laughs> she was up for it but what? michelle pfeiffer got it no. yeah i think so no i always confuse joe with that christy mcnichol <laughs> christy mcnichol was the one that was in that camp movie that first one i always confuse joe that actress with a christy mcnichol because i think her name first name that. is christy too i just because if you're gonna do it if you're gonna put a total spin on the original grease and she's gonna be the bad girl right. and he's gonna be the good guy uh-huh. why are you using an actress and again i enjoyed her in this movie yeah that looks the same as Sandy in I the know. first movie. I know. Why do you give her the bangs? Why like, do you use a dark-haired whole... actress? You can do that. That's fine. Well, but she was all. She was clearly. I mean, if you saw the first Grease, right? Wasn't Sandy all the prim and proper? So they were similar. Sure. But she was like, she has to. Stephanie is her name. She has to put her. Or, but they call her by her last name a lot, which I like. It's like. I don't remember what it is. Vaducci or something like. That. Oh, I was gonna say Menudo, <laughs> but no, it's yeah. No, I know what you're saying, and I know what they're doing, but I'm like, what? Yeah, I agree. You don't Why need to bring they? out characters that just look like cheap knockoffs of the original characters. Yeah, even the the, and I kept calling him Danny. Who's the T bird? Johnny. What is right? the, what is the deal with the T birds in this movie? Because. I used to think they were super tough dudes in the original Grease, and I was like, who are these goofballs? All right, and that's what they are. They're like a, a quartet of just goofballs. There's 
Johnny's their leader who swallows cigarettes and gets scared of this crater face. Like, that guy looks like he's 40 years old, the enemy. Well, that guy was the enemy in the original. Yeah, in the Greece. original. They, and he, they were able to bring back he and Frenchie and I guess the principal. Yeah. <laughs> no, and. Um, Those two old ladies. The, yeah, and Sid Caesar was in the original. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. Um, and it really is like they just brought these people back to be like, look at Sid Caesar here. Yeah. When we meet him, he grabs a basketball and he just goes, basketball, basketball, <laughs> basketball, basketball, and just walks off. It's like, well, all right. So the gym teacher's the same. <laughs> yeah, you needed some of those staples. If you're going to call it Grease 2, you're going to have to have the same pink lady jackets. Although I did like that hers was reversible when she flips it to the leather one. Did the other ones have that? Oh. Wait, oh, so like when wait, she's singing about red? being a cool rider, um, it's oh. pink. They're pink ladies. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, uh. wait, the reversible side is still pink. No, the reversible side is black leather. Whoa, I didn't notice or that at leather, all. Leather, maybe. Yeah, when she sings the cool rider song, I think is when she flips it around. And... I did notice that they had like bowling shirts that also had their pink oh, ladies yeah. logo on it. <laughs> Well, bowling was their pastime. Bowling bag. Their bowling bags, because they all own their own bowling balls, sure, sure. had pink ladies on it as well. It's an institution of sorts, I guess. I, and again, like, I love... Oh, I, yeah. we could skip... The, no, let's go through this in order, because yeah. I have a lot of things that confuse me about this. And a lot of things that, thinking back, I was like, okay, well, that's a clever idea, and that's a fun choice. Sure. I had a few times where I was conflicted because I definitely remember of course I remember watching both I remember watching this one a little oh, more I had never seen this before I had my sister was a like I always blame my sister for these damn movies that I sure, watch, why not? but I will. Um, she was a big fan. It was one of those that was on the repeat loop. Well, not repeat, but I had seen it more than once in a summer or a certain time. And we would, like, play this. Like, we'd re-sing some of the songs. And, like, this would be, like... And now I watched it as an adult, and I was like, I wouldn't let my child watch this. I think we watched a TV version. Because that reproduction song that happens... It's, it's like they just went, you know what was the best part of Greece? was all those, like, subtle sexual innuendos. So let's toss that all out the window, and let's just make it as obvious as we possibly can. (laughs) Okay, yeah, because I couldn't remember. I remember then that Greece was also had the, you know, the talk about virginity and stuff, but I didn't think it was as, just as you said, it wasn't quite as outright as Right, they don't say an entire song about fucking in a classroom. (laughs) Like... That was so bizarre. The teacher's half into it, but then also embarrassed at times, just swinging wildly between those two reactions, Mm -hmm. almost as though they shot it once and they were like, listen, pretend that you you don't like this at all. The next part, sing along, (laughs) start feeling up the girls in the class. Like, (laughs) I don't know. We'll choose one of them. It's not like we're going to cut this together in the most strange fashion ever. (laughs) Which it was. School at Rydell High. Oh, also, how we fast forward to the end of school. Oh, we're so quickly done with the school year. We are so quickly done to the school year. I'm like, oh, so he died during this talent show at what? The first month of school? And now the end of school happens? No, I think that the talent show, I think what they don't show accurately enough at all is that the talent show takes them through the year because they have to practice. I mean, look at how they start 
start out with that season song where they're in like cardboard boxes. Like we don't get to see them building their whole like sets and their costumes. But I think I love how they keep saying things like we have so many more seasons to get to it. I'm like, how many seasons are there? Four, right? Yeah, there are. There's four. And we see them all. And she ruins summer because, she, oh, no, is it Christmas she ruins? She ruins winter because she stops right. in the middle of her winter. <laughs> and sings and a different singing. song about a dead biker in the afterlife, I think. <laughs> yeah, she talks to him. And now, wouldn't you think that the Sharon, the little, the one that directed this whole thing and seemed to be putting this whole number together for the pink ladies, wouldn't mm-hmm. you think she'd be pissed that Stephanie stopped midway through the last season to just have her own little no solo no you, you know think they're I mean, supportive they're those yeah kinds of how about when they're doing tryouts and every time somebody does a tryout one of the old ladies goes these are my boys yeah. <laughs> these are my boys oh these these are my boys oh really those are my girls yeah yeah <laughs> they each have clay clay mistake <laughs> although it's interesting that the principal is really into the t-birds i kind of like that really into yeah. well jamie they have a reputation to uphold yeah. i guess as being model citizens and the best students ever because that's what their gang is <laughs> all right so anyway it's the first day of school um, Do you I, think I mean, that foreigners would watch this movie <laughs> and like see the first day of school number and think school in America is crazy? Because like, I yeah, the I mean bus, it's the equivalent to when the... I watch a Bollywood movie and I'm like, I guess in India yeah. they all just break into song <laughs> and dance yeah. all the time <laughs> because that they start with a show-stopping yeah. number. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's probably the best. I think it's the best number in the. Right? I think it is too. Mm-hmm. I mean, other numbers, like we said, reproduction are great for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like this is one that's supposed to, I guess, get you in and get you on board. Oh yeah. And it was kind of working on me at this time because, like you said, we're introduced to all the main characters, mm-hmm. and the choreography is amazing because yeah. every single student is there and everyone's dancing. All kinds of moves. Does this ever happen in the? Original Greece only at the end, right? I feel when they have like, that carnival, does yeah, everybody dance? Yeah, everybody dances at that carnival. You're right. I don't feel like they have anything like that in the original Greece. I feel like that's the problem with this. They movie. come in too One hot. One of the problems, <laughs> not that they come in too hot, but at every turn everyone's involved in the song. Like mm. they sing at a bowling alley where the nuns are singing with them. Yeah, like yeah. everyone sings. All the time. There aren't a whole lot of ballads. Like, there isn't... Which is the one in the the original where he goes and he sits on the swing and he just sings to himself at the drive-in? Like, that's so nice. They don't have anything like that No, well, he has a ballad. Michael has some kind of ballad when he's searching for himself at the end, but it's terrible. Is that when he's in the lunchroom? (laughs) And and he's singing... He's not really singing, but we hear him singing... And then he starts singing and then is alone in the lunchroom. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't know. He's got. He's trying to find himself. Will she like me? And am I being okay? Yeah, it's. And I guess her her ballad is just Cool Rider, right? Is that the only time she's really singing by herself? The one that she sings to his dead when she thinks oh. he's dead at the end. <laughs> I was like, why is he on a heap of motorcycles? <laughs> just a heap of, I guess... Other biker corpses. 
that fell to the bottom of that ravine or whatever that uh, yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know where he... And they all said when they looked over the, the edge there that they couldn't see a body. Yeah. They couldn't see any sign of him. So why did they think he was dead? My favorite part is us as the audience, we know that he's the biker, right? Right, right. I don't know and how they don't. It's like, almost <laughs> as though they try and keep it a secret from us, too. But then I'm like... Well, who's playing the piano during this <laughs> entire thing? I'm like, how did that? Who's Michael's been at every rehearsal, and now he's not at the he's show. He's not dead. Yeah. I hear the piano. I know. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I remember thinking that as a child when I watched it. Like, well, she's gotta know he's there. I mean, the music is still happening. I was so excited. Just to go back to the beginning number, I was so excited to see Connie Stevens again. Yeah, we're she back suddenly at it. pops up. And yeah. I love how immediately out of the gate, she's flirting with the students yeah. and then just joins in this dance number. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She, she's in the front line after she says hello yeah. to the T-Birds. Um, and they do that weird twisty elbow forearm dance that people do you know where you twist you go round and round by your elbows and that's i think that is like a 1960s dance i'm gonna call it the washing machine but i don't know that that's at all accurate you know what it is it's like a dance i think during the opening credits of austin powers right don't they dance yeah like that? Yeah. yeah yeah okay or you yeah. can call it the austin powers dance <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Fair so let's enough. talk about who these characters are. We talked about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and she's, I guess she's the leader of the Pink Yeah, ladies. I think she's like the Rizzo. You know how there was, I think. Which is right. why, like you said, why wouldn't they have a dark-haired woman? Why wouldn't they have, but right. whatever. She's yeah. Stephanie, Steph, the, I forget her last name, but they call her that too. I was so into the character arc that really wasn't an arc at all of the girl who was very self-conscious about her nose. Oh, I wanted Rhonda. something to be resolved from that. I, I saw her at the beginning with those glasses and I yeah. went, that's a fake nose, right? Like at some yeah. point that's coming off. Yeah. Not really. No, no. she has a bandage on it at one point and then nothing. Like, yeah. These pink ladies, not that the other ones were all that memorable either. I know, but they really left a little lackluster. Well, they could have had right. some pizzazz. Like, again, I think they were trying with Rhonda with the nose thing, but they didn't give her anything else besides that. Right. Paulette, you kind of felt... Oh, I kind of liked Paulette. I thought that she was kind of fun. Yeah. She had a little bit of agency, and I guess she was the only... Pink lady that really did have a character arc. Yeah. Like she's a lot tougher at the end right. than she is through the entire true, movie. True. She kind of gets stepped on a bit. And again, like her hair, that's got to be a wig, right? I was on wig alert <laughs> through this movie, and at every turn, I was like, "That's a wig. That's a total wig. wig." What's his name, Johnny? Outside when they're outside that diner. Oh yeah, talking. yeah. The only part of this movie in direct sunlight i was looking at him and i'm like he's wearing a wig like, <laughs> that is a wig because his sideburns were a different color than the actual than the hair rest of well his that's hair. it's pretty dark and pretty thick to be his so yeah i could see that one being a wig i could see paulette's being a wig too sure. um and it because it was just enough of that poofy helmet look right uh and she did she was fun and she did a great job i thought um yeah. and then her sister dolores um do you remember I that? I kind of dug Dolores yeah, and I, I was too. sad that she just disappeared for the entire middle of this movie. I know. She was like, the. you want her to be, like, they didn't need Frenchie's character. They could have kept Dolores. 
you know? Like you said, if Frenchie was like this, this, you know, spirit that was talking to him and not going to really bond with the other pink ladies, just keep Dolores in the loop. I loved it. I loved it when he and her walked. Yeah, on the skateboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I don't need a chaperone." He's like, "Just think of it as a date." Mm-hmm. And they walked together. I really enjoyed that. And then she just disappeared. And at the end, then she comes back and she's like, "I found a man." And I was like, <laughs> "That tiny high school the... senior is dating that ten-year-old." <laughs> Wait, right? Which one's the tiny guy? high school senior? The little guy that constantly does splits. Do you see when yeah, they're and dancing? Yeah, he rides in the yeah. sidecar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he dating that child? No. That's that's how they're going to do it. That's oh how they're going to do it. Oh, my. All right. That's problematic. No. Okay. You're concerned. His name was Davey, by the way. There was Johnny. Wow. You wrote their names I down. I did. We just just oh. at the end to keep them straight. When I took notes, I didn't. But then at the end, I was like, all right, who's a who? Because there's Johnny, the wigged leader. Um, there's Goose. Is that Shooter McGavin? Yes, I was going to say. Okay. He's Shooter McGavin. Yeah. McDonald? What's his name? Christopher, Christopher McDonald, McDonald, I think. I think yeah. Yeah. All right. And there's Lewis. He was the... He kind of reminded me of Balky. Oh. The actor yeah. that played Balky. Was he the guy that just wanted to get laid in a bomb shelter? Yes, 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 okay. yes, yes. All right, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... Oh, that's the other thing. I just was complaining how non-memorable these people are we spend way too much time with the rest of this riffraff in this movie yeah. like that old bomb shelter thing that did not need to be in this movie that song maybe did for not the number i know i know and why did they two get a song together like why why didn't we see yeah. De- uh, paulette have a song with johnny you know why didn't paulette we see- needs like a sad song just a sad song mm-hmm. Kind of like Rizzo. You yeah. know, I'm pregnant and it's super scary. Like it's bloody, but I want respect. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. Do we go through this movie beat by beat? Because I feel like we've already well, talked about see, it. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's um, see. So, Michael. Here, here's the thing about Michael. Oh, Michael yeah. is British. Yeah. Well, possibly. I'm not sure. Well, so was Sandy, right? The original Sandy. Yes, he right. is. Sandy's cousin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. staying with, I guess, Sandy's family because at times he makes reference to, oh, my aunt and uncle. Yeah. So I don't know where Sandy is, but she's not around. No, and I guess he's staying at her house. With, uh, yeah. He gets off the bus and immediately <laughs> Frenchie is there to show him the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I told Sandy I would take care of you. Any cousin of Sandy is a cousin uh-huh, of mine. Uh-huh. I love how she just summarizes the entire plot of Greece, <laughs> but not the entire plot of Greece, her plot, because she goes, yeah, I used to go to high school here, then I dropped out to go to beauty school, oh, yeah. and then I flunked out when I turned my hair pink or something. Uh-huh. It's like, this is the part of the original Greece that you're bringing into this it's, world? It's her part. She's got to, yeah. But she says that she's into cosmetics now. Yes. And she's there to chemistry. I think she says, I'm here to chemistry. (laughs) It's very possible she does say that because, again, technically she dropped out and then I guess came back just for... Just for her chemistry She doesn't say, I'm here to get my GED or I failed chemistry. It's like, I want to learn more about chemistry so I know how to make cosmetics. I never thought of the idea that maybe she never really is there. (laughs) I thought... The, I didn't think that at first, but after... Because I kind of like that. When she, when he's trying to ride his bike and he's falling down alone yeah, in that she's park, just and she just like yeah. emerges from behind a tree. 
Yeah. This is very strange. And you're right. They never, she makes mention that these are my best friends. We're picked ladies, but they never talk to her, ask her how it's going. She's never at the bowling alley when they're having their bowling time. No. And like I said, when they're in front of that chemistry set and there's like purple smoke flying out they're talking to each other they're talking to him yeah and she's talking to them but getting no response at all because she's non-existent i like that i like that my god all right so um eddie deason's back is he still at school there oh yeah is he still at it's not like he's there as a teacher or a teacher's aide i think he's still supposed to be a student which again what year is this? What is happening? How much time has... Well, like you yes. said, how fast does the school year go? And, and why does Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. make a big deal to put a skirt on over top of her hot pants? Well, when they walk out away from their lockers, some girl gives her a look. And she that's when she turns around like, oh, yeah, I guess it's part of the rules that oh. girls have, can't wear pants. So was everybody okay? So I guess everybody else was wearing a skirt because yes. I didn't notice what was happening until she talks to him, and I'm like, "Why she has pants like sticking out?" Yeah, the yeah, of yeah. This. And she puts a weird yeah. colored skirt on to go with everything, but it's in her locker, yeah. and she's just right. more comfortable in pants, you know. And I love how we meet our substitute teacher because I thought a teacher died on the first day. Of well, school. I thought he did too because he he's a, he's got anxiety and I thought he has a nervous breakdown. But then he comes back later and just walks into he the comes pool. Comes back later and then drowns. Yeah. <laughs> and does he is he all nervous and on edge because they're like, "Oh, you had such a terrible breakdown before the summer, but now you seem much better." Here's the other thing I was confused about. Mm-hmm. Is that class sex ed or is that class like Is it biology? biology? I thought it was biology. Okay. Because I was like, oh, maybe this guy's so nervous because he has to teach sex ed to a oh, bunch yeah, of high yeah, schoolers yeah. who hate him. Yeah. But no, I think he's just the science teacher. Yeah, and the, I guess those that particular class especially not into science, or at least the way he teaches it. No. No, no that class is funny. I love when the substitute shows up and he's like, I'm the substitute. And, and they the walk whole out. class leaves. <laughs> yeah. And also there's a dynamic very early on. And they make mention to this several times in the movie, which I don't think they ever talked about in the first Hmm. movie. Pink ladies are only allowed to date T-birds and vice versa? Yeah, yeah. It's a code. You got to keep to the code. So these girls are stuck with these goofballs. I guess that's why it's not a big deal, because I thought it was pretty abrupt and pretty, like, because Johnny really wants to get back with Stephanie, or they broke up in the summer, and he's made it clear that he's not happy about the breakup. Mostly we find out because he wanted to have the upper hand and be the one to do the breaking up. Um, But he goes back and forth between wanting Stephanie but hanging out with Paulette. And I guess that's because there's a limited selection. And Paulette, oddly at many times, seems okay with this. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's more like a, you know what, if Michelle Pfeiffer's into this, I could do this. I could do it, yeah. But a lot of times, she seems more upset at Michelle Pfeiffer for treating Johnny badly. Yeah, yeah. She does get a little (sighs) miffed here and there, and a little, 
I yes. won't say whiny. That's not the right word. She gets upset that he's, you know, paying right. more attention. But then she's that- on his arm during the next scene. Right, exactly. Like, you're right. At the bowling alley, she seems upset, mm-hmm. but then they're together, and then she's mad at Michelle Pfeiffer, and then she'll get mad at him, finally stands up for herself when oh, the, the, T-bird, yeah. the, the lead T-bird becomes very modest at the end is like, you need to cover yourself. Yeah, yeah. We are in school, and we follow the rules at this school. Yeah, you can't be showing yourself off like, like that. Uh, these are not the T-birds that I kind of was super envious of in the first movie. You wanted to be one. You wanted that jacket. You wanted all that hair. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these guys... But not not the caliber. Not the caliber no, T-bird no, no, you're no, looking no. for. No. I'm not going to disagree with that. They go bowling. Yep. Another showstopper of a number about bowling? Uh, I think it's... Well... We're going to bowl to oh, score we're, tonight. We're going to score tonight. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Everything is... Like we said before. Got these innuendos. Of- Not even innuendos. They're just saying yeah. sex stuff throughout the entire yeah. movie. We're going to rock. We're going to roll. We're going to put. We're going to put. Let me see. I have Paulette's in her gold pants. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Tills. She looks great. Yeah, she looks great. No, <laughs> um, so this is when Dolores um, strikes up her friendship with Michael. We talked about yes. that. Yes. Now, before this, I love this part because Michelle Pfeiffer and Johnny are again fighting, as they've been doing since scene one of this movie. Yeah, totally. And she's like, I'm going to do whatever I want with who I want. I'm going to kiss whoever walks through that door. And you see this old man who's really, like, into it. He's laughing. And then he turns away. And she starts to walk over. Like, she is going to make out with this old man, She's going for the old man. But that's when... Wait, let's make mention of this really fast. When Michael... Because it's Michael that walks in. But before he walks in, he's in the parking lot reading a manual about how you approach people to bowl. Is that what... Yeah, why does he have... It's almost as if he's in a country that... And he doesn't speak the language. yeah. And he has to learn how to ask people for a game of bowling. Maybe they don't yes. bowl in England. Is that what we're meant to believe? They don't have they don't have bowling alleys. They just play cricket. Right, which is like bowling, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I was. I don't understand because it's not even like maybe he's trying to learn the hip lingo right, of right, the right. country, the way teens talk. No. But no, it seems very. Prim and proper. It seems like the way a British guy would ask to, to have join a game your bowling. Of bowling. Yeah, yeah. But he walks in and instead, right away when he walks in, Stephanie kisses him. Yes. This girl mm-hmm. that he's had a crush on who doesn't really seem to know him kisses him. It's like the plot of so many 80s sitcoms yeah. that I've seen yeah. in my life. I always thought this would happen to me at some point. It's never, never happened ever, to this no. day, Jamie. No, never. Maybe you don't walk it's, into enough bowling alleys. It seemed so common. I take my kids to a bowling party. None of the other moms are making out You're with like, me. where's the smooches here? I'm walking right. in. Right. I know, right? Just And he asks the T-Birds to bowl. After. And each one of them walks past him going, food, food, <laughs> food, food, food. That's it. And, and then he hangs out with the pigtail girl. And then they're off to get... Food. Let's eat. She says it. Stephanie yep. says it. When, after she kisses him, she's like, all right, we're going to go eat. And yeah. now I guess everyone's going to eat. I wish we could have seen that. Like, what are they doing at the diner here? The diner where later when um, Michelle Pfeiffer's at the diner and studying with him. 
Mm-hmm. So much ketchup on her burger. I know she's oh upset that there's not a lot, but there's like she's eating a ketchup sandwich. <laughs> it's it's like she took bites out of it and then took the burger and dunked it in ketchup because it's not even on the. It's just slathered yeah. on the part that she's already uh-huh. eating. <laughs> yeah, like on the top part where her bite mark should be. It's so great. It reminded me of Cobra. Remember yes. when he was <laughs> upset at Brigitte Nielsen for all the ketchup? Yeah. And just kept pouring all of it. She gets the burger and opens it up and goes, Ha! Huh? Where's the ketchup? Where is yeah? You ask for ketchup, they don't they put don't it put on. It. And she goes, Pass me the ketchup. It's just sitting right yeah, there. Yeah. Like, did she need to freak out? She did. You need that much ketchup. You need to see the ketchup on your burger. And then let me then tell you. Then she does dunk a, a fry. And there's a lot of ketchup <laughs> on that fry, too. I guess it was the thing to do is, I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's just her ad-libbing and being like, this is my character. She loves ketchup. I hope this. none of that was in the script. It's very possible. I don't know for sure. I don't know. This was one of her earlier roles, Michelle Pfeiffer. So. Yeah. I, I, I agree because even they're in that diner. It doesn't. It doesn't remind me of the diner in Greece. Mm-hmm. Like, we spend a decent amount of time in the diner in Greece, and it's one of those old-timey, like, yeah. where they have the no. um, the floats and, yeah. the, you know, the counter, and I'm trying to think of what it would be this called. This was more I can't like think a Denny's. That was, like, right? <laughs> it looks like, like, Pulp Fiction may have been filmed in the next booth yes. over in this diner. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I wish we had seen them when they leave the, the bowling alley actually go... But we don't. What we see... And continue this conversation. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because there is a lot of tension between the pink ladies and the T-Birds. Oh, yeah. Mainly because of Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, and I think all of the T-Birds want to get laid, and the pink ladies haven't been very forthcoming. I get... Jamie, what are you talking about? It's not like they say that directly Uh in Mm -hmm. the sex song in (laughs) class. (laughs) Well, did we get to the network? That song is troubling because I had, luckily, the subtitles on during this. Oh. And the whole song is like, hey, we took you out. We paid for dinner. You (laughs) seemed like you wanted to give it up. And then when it's time, you're like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. That's all you say. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, this is 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 not good. No, it's very troubling. I agree. I think that I watched a TV version of it because I honestly Mm -hmm. don't remember that number. Like I, oh, okay. so oh. I'm hoping that maybe there was an edited version out there, or maybe I just blagged out that number because I was right, like, "What right. is this even about?" Because hope, yeah. I, I'd like to think I didn't understand <laughs> it then. Right, you're like, I don't know, it was about plants. I yeah, guess? exactly. Right, plants. <laughs> I think they said stamen. <laughs> we do get to find out. So there is this talent show that's going to happen, <laughs> right? And the big award for the talent show is that you get like a hundred records, a hundred long playing albums, right? Is that yes. the big award? That's the big award. Yeah. Again, could you imagine the original T Birds from Greece being like a talent show? Yeah. We gotta get involved in these extracurricular activities at school. No, no, but you do a great T Bird, by the way. It's a great Danny. Thanks. Um, that was <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> I mean, and the, the whole thing about that is when he tries to go straight and he tries to become a member of the track team, it's laughable. Right. And he doesn't want his tough guy buddies to find out. But these guys are like, yeah, we're going to be great singers and maybe we can dance. <laughs> and they work it out. They get a number going in the end. They spy in the bathroom on the Mr. Sandman trio. 
And they're like, mm-hmm. we got to be, if we're going to win this, we got to be as good as them. They still feel the need to tie them up in the shower later during the talent yes. show. But I do like how at one point in this, it might be about midway through or when they're doing their first tryout of rehearsal afterwards, they're like, we're terrible. We can't oh, yeah. sing. And I'm thinking, we've heard you sing several times in this movie yeah, yeah. already. You guys are great. Yeah, you guys are going to work it out. And that little guy, he's a dancer. <laughs> he's a firecracker of you two, mm-hmm. uh, of you, of your little group. I love some of these acts. There's one act where it's just those those two creepy twins. Weird twins. Yeah, when they sing oh. to that Brad guy. They sing what? about this Brad guy who just dances around the whole song. It's weird. It's very yeah. weird. And then, and then I saw the pink ladies, and the girl with the nose walks around in a box that just says tree well, on again, it. that's why I think we're meant to think it takes a year for this whole thing to come to fruition, because originally okay. their costumes are simple. And by the end, they have this elaborate, like, she's in a full fall tree. It is more elaborate than anything. At the end, they show the entire stage. There's about 50 people involved in In what they're doing. Their number, yeah, exactly. That's why it was the closer. Surprised? I was very surprised that that they were tied for the win. That the, I mean, I I was surprised too. But I was. I think the judges were surprised. The Um, thing that surprised me most is when they were like, "Guys, I know what to do." I know where we'll get laid. And then they start singing about a grocery store. (laughs) It's like, you're guaranteed to get laid at the grocery grocery store. store. And then there's a weird, it was a weird transition. Cause it's like a little, like a little, like a theater show happens for a second. And then you realize, Oh, I guess they're practicing their number. But when they actually do do their number at the talent show, there's no sign of that stagey shadow grocery store thing. Right. No, not at all. And I, yeah, I didn't know that the grocery store was a place to pick up women. I mean, I guess because we go listen, there a lot. I, I don't know, know it's supposed to be played for laughs, but when this song started, I was like, what is happening? Where are yeah. they? Are they driving to the grocery store? Is this a dream? <laughs> what am I supposed to make of this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was a dream. Same here, same here. So um, at this point, this is when. Uh, Michael, he he can play piano, so he's going right. to play piano for every single this is person just what he does. who's performing mm-hmm. in this talent show. Mm-hmm. And this is when he keeps asking her out. He keeps asking Michelle Pfeiffer out, yeah. and she keeps saying no. And this is when she sings her cool rider song because she she likes the bad boys, yeah. and she wants to let him know that he's sweet, right? But. Uh, unapologetic yeah. about it and i get it you know michelle Pfeiffer, do whatever you want why would you possibly be into this super attractive right. british guy? smart foreigner why <laughs> right why? Exactly. well because she wants a cool rider i will say this is a fun um is this michelle pfeiffer's real voice like you know how like i think in west side story it's not really natalie uh I was going to say Natalie Portman, but she's not Natalie in West Side Story. No, she wasn't. <laughs> and it was not her voice either. Well, Natalie Wood. it wasn't Natalie Wood's voice singing in uh, West Side Story. I oh, don't I think. didn't know I that. I don't think it was. Oh. Um, I think this was you think her. This is her. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I will because... say at the end there when she hops out, like she does this dance hop out of the whole school where she hops and spins. Like, I'm going to just enter all my meetings that oh, way. You <laughs> should, because first of all, it didn't seem that complicated. <laughs> nope. And it was kind of <laughs> like, 
it made you like psych like she was leaving him high and dry to basically be like piss off you're not cool enough for me but she spins and snaps her way out the door it was so. jazzy yeah. it was fun and she just kind of keeps going yeah, like she she's just, just continuing off. out the door yeah. off the pavement mm-hmm. through the grass presumably all the way home all the way like home that. now who's pink cadillac is that they share it because sometimes she's driving it Oh, maybe the pink ladies just own it. Oh, it's just theirs. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I had questions. So he decides that he is going to buy a motorcycle. Yeah, it doesn't take him long. He's like, well, if that's what she wants, that's what I'll do. She spelled it out for him, right? Yeah. And he is going to take money from the T Birds to write papers for their class. He writes with a quill pen at one point. Did you notice that? (laughs) It is the most fancy of writing. Yeah. And he writes these papers for them that I don't know. I don't don't know know who's falling for this. Who's falling for this? Every one of the T-Birds, when they pay him. Yeah. They all have the same. Yeah. Don't tell anyone I have a reputation, I guess, as a good student. I wouldn't think so, but... As a smart person, what is this? Shouldn't their reputation be, I'm paying guys to do my homework? Yeah, that, uh, you would think That's with all that That's the leather, reputation of a T-bird. I would think. But they don't want that. They don't want that reputation. It did, Mm-mm. real quick, it made me think back to when you did have to, like, write a paper. Like, hand write a paper. There was a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we typed them out on little typewriters or word processors. But there was also a lot of, like, handwriting. Notebook, paper, pen. I hand wrote everything, Jamie. I was lazy. It was sloppy. I did not And care. teachers had to read that shit and grade it. Now you get your Word doc. You upload it to your oh. Google file, and it's all easy peasy. Jo- you even get it to spell check you. You were probably phonetically spelling some of these things that you had I in your paper. I can't imagine it. how badly spelled, and that's how I speak that's English, That's how you too. speak, too. And all of my papers were. I'm terrible at spelling. I can't imagine how poorly written... All of my papers were in high school. Well, you should have got Michael to do them for you. I should have. Yeah. It would have worked out better for you. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, I did have a reputation to uphold as a very mediocre I'm sure. Student. So they were so. like, yeah, I can't. This is not. Although there is one that he writes and he splatters on it. Does he do that for the effect of, like... Oh, I don't know. I didn't notice that. There's one that he writes and he splashes ink at the end. I think it's the last paper that he writes when he's, like, finally got enough money to buy his bike. So he, yeah, so presumably he's doing this for all the T-Birds, but the T-Birds don't know that he's doing this for the other yeah, T-Birds, right? Yeah, so, but how okay. do they find out that he's I'm assuming one T-Bird told another, hey, my papers. Like, how else do they all find out? I don't know. And how many papers is he writing? Johnny hands him four $1 bills for that paper. <laughs> well, how, how is he buying this bike? I get mad. I don't... I, I mean, it's not a great bike. Yeah, he goes we find to the out. junkyard for it, right? Right. I do like that the one, it's Lewis, that he's the first one, I think, to get his paper done by him. And he's that's yes. why he finds the bunker, because <sighs> he picks up the paper from him there. The other papers he delivers somewhere, like under the bleachers, the one yep. guy's looking under skirts and bleachers, or um, just like in the hallway by just the like lockers. like in the hallway, yeah. right, mm-hmm. yeah. This is where they sing the reproduction song. And, oh, this is, several times in this movie, this happened, too, where the song ends. And then, after this song, we travel to the principal's office, because she looks in the window. Oh, yeah. She goes into her office, has a conversation with this teacher. Then a girl walks out and says, I've missed my last two periods. Yeah, what is that? And she goes, don't worry, you can make them up at the end of the day. And then, 
we hear the song again. Yeah. The end of the song starts playing, and it's like, bum, bum, bum. Because it's like, part of we it. We just had like part. a five-minute interlude where there's no song. Because we need a little speaking interlude, because we're talking about reproduction and what that does right. and all this stuff, and where does the pollen go? I think it's how it ends. Where does the pollen go? I don't even remember how the reproduction yeah. song goes. I, people are swimming around. Like, the guys are swimming around like they're sperm. They're all gyrating it, their uh, hips around. <laughs> it's It feels uncomfortable. To me... I, I, I didn't have fun during that. I was no, so, I didn't either because from every point of view, if you're the teacher, this is wildly yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. And if you're the students, do you really want to be doing this? Do you want to be grinding your crotch in some girl's face that sits next to you in class I, and everybody is watching this? I have to tell you, my husband was wearing his headphones during most of the watching mm-hmm. of this movie. He wasn't. He's doing his work, and he sure. he looked up, removed his headphones for the reproduction song, and was like, "I don't, I don't know what kind of movie this Grease Two is. I don't know." And I was like, "Well, that's the only number you're taking in from this." Yep, maybe the best one. Who knows? I mean, what debatable, the- debatable was debatable. that? Yeah. So he gets this crummy bike. Yeah, he paints it. He's learning to ride. This is when Frenchie floats in off her cloud yeah yeah and it helps him out not just giving him advice like keep at it or i don't know she doesn't really do much in this movie for him no no she's just kind of there like you said very sporadically i guess angelically of sorts but she picks him up when he falls down he's more like to her oh yeah frenchie whatever because he's determined very determined very she seems worried for his safety yes like these t-birds these "Quote unquote bad boys are gonna mess you up, right? Even though you're writing papers for them mm-hmm. and you're playing the music for their talent show, yeah, 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 they're gonna be angry with you, right? So, and and also, is his long game to become a T bird? I don't know. I think his long game is to just get Stephanie, just and get the bike, and just be good enough to right. woo her. Okay, but part All of right. it we find out at the end is she he becomes yeah sure i don't want to give too much away so we're back at the bowling alley right fast forward who knows how long it's taken him to ride this bike as well as he does Mm -hmm. oh because he could fly now he flies yeah the bike literally flies Mm -hmm. over a police car and just with goggles and a simple safety helmet he is unrecognizable oh unrecognizable in his laughable safety gear because yeah. I thought that's what was so great about it is how do we disguise him? Well, let's just have him be extra protective yeah. behind this bike. Right. I mean, he is going to do a ton of tricks. So he is, yes. It's kind but of... they, everybody thinks he's so cool. Oh, like, yeah. He's the greatest. Who's that guy? Who's, Who's that, that guy? guy? Ooh, is that entire Ooh. song whispered? Who's, Who's that, that guy? guy? Wow. Who's that guy? Because the whole bowling alley wants to do it. Well, because the whole bowling alley was called outside because that bad guy, the crater face guy, first pulls up outside the bowling alley alone. And Dolores, our little kind of punky Brewster, uh, pink lady. Very much punky Brewster. She goes in and tells everyone, hey, hey, he's alone out there. Now tells everyone out, tells Johnny that so that Mm -hmm. Johnny can go out there and kick his ass and tells everybody else, hey, hey, crater face is going to get his ass kicked. Johnny's going to go meet him alone. P.S. The whole bike bikers are all lined up now. everyone's distracted by this cool guy like every like and bikes are falling down he just rides past people and they cannot it's like later on when he comes in the 
Everyone's fallen in the pool. Right. He rides past people and they intentionally drive their bikes into a swimming pool. Or they just, in this scene, they just kind of fall over. Like, they do a couple spins and they yes. can't. It's like he's got this magnetic power. Yeah, he's not doing much. No. He's not. Right. At one point, he just sits on the top of a car, just on his bike, on top yeah, of the car. Just, and the car is then surrounded by these guys kind of going, how do we get him? Yeah, he's yeah, way yeah. up there. And why do they want to get him? Just because he's a good biker? Just that because I? he's so great. Yeah. And they, you know, he's showing up everybody. Who, who's that guy? He does jump over a cop car. Oh, no. Before he jumps over the cop car, he has uh, Stephanie's kind of overcome with uh, this is the guy she sang. This is the cool guy that she sang about. So uh, she stays with Paulette for a minute and they try to share a sig, a ciggy. And yes. he lights her cigarette. Again, mm-hmm. doesn't have the lips or face of Michael. But nope. um, <laughs> drives up in a motorcycle that I guess they don't hear yeah. right next to her. <laughs> and he lights her cigarette. He creeps up on her later again, too, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, at the gas station. At the gas station, gas. yes. <laughs> I want to watch a movie where Michelle Pfeiffer pumps gas for an hour and a half. I was she was really so overwhelmed that. by it. She was like, wait, okay, you want a map? Hold on. Wait, you need 10 cents? Gas was so cheap, yeah. by the way. It was like, And then when she leaves and I guess presumably quits, this guy's like, hey, where are you going? Yeah. Like, what was that guy doing? He was, well, it was a mechanic shop because she works, I guess, at the, the auto body. She's place. like the gas pumper. That's a job. Yeah. And uh, I guess he fixes the car. He's the car fixer. Yeah, he's the mechanic. <laughs> right. And she's the gas attendant. You're right. You must have wrote the worst papers. Yes. <laughs> it's the gas pumper and the car it's fixer. The gas They're going to be there at the gas pot <laughs> where the gases are, where you get the gas put in your car. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression of me in high school. <laughs> you could have been a T-bird, I feel. Yeah, um, I mean, I could have made this group of T-birds. There's you were no right question. when you said they're like the junior, you're like the JV T-birds. Yeah, like, like the not- JV T-birds, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, he does though. Finally, ride off after. Does he take her for a ride? No, he offers her a ride, but then he the right. cops come, so he jumps over there. But like car. later, they're like, he jumped over a cop yeah, car. Yeah, he's gonna be Nobody- all right. He jumped over the cop car. <laughs> I'm sure he's not dead. I mean, remember, that was pretty high. I mean. um, Where are they? Where is this school? Is it in New York? Is it in Brooklyn? Or are we in Idaho? Like, where where are we? There's no big city nearby. We never go anywhere like that, right? We don't go to the big city that does to say it's not near one. So... The T-Birds, this is at the point where one of the T-Birds uses a bomb shelter oh, to yeah. try and trick a girl into having sex for the country. Let's we have do to it do this for, for the country. country. The red, white, and the blue. That's a weird song. That is a too. very weird song. And she seems to be convinced that she's, like, taking care. Like, he's definitely, like, trying to take off her clothes. It's funny. She, he's, like, unbuttoning her shirt during it, and she's wrapping a bandage around his head and around she's his arm. She's bandaging his yeah. arm as though he already has been injured. Yeah. Yeah, and he's saying he's got to go off to war, and I think that's what right. she thinks she has to do and is whatever. Um, the song ends, and um, she opens the bomb shelter door and finds the other two jabronis t-birds right, out there because they have like the siren yeah and, uh, it's a whole it's a whole thing yeah this is when as we said michelle pfeiffer works at a gas station yeah. she's a gas pumper mm-hmm. and 
he shows up, cool guy in his cool guy oh, shades yeah. or goggles and his goggles, cool yeah. guy helmet. Mm-hmm. And this is when they go for a romantic drive this, on the motorcycle. On a sunset. Did this remind... Oh, first of all, they're on the road for not very long. And she spins around and is like... Ooh. That seems dangerous, right? When Everything she's like, seemed dangerous. <laughs> and at one point, I looked and I was like, I think that is Michelle Pfeiffer. This seems very dangerous. <laughs> she, Either that or her stunt, stunt double, double looked just like her. Did it remind but, you at all of the uh, motorcycle scene in Purple Rain? When they it did. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think yeah. I have another movie reference later that probably saw this one, but there is no doubt Prince saw this yeah. and went, I could do this better. I could better. do better. <laughs> I could do better. This is what you see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they share an intimate kiss at a very fake sunset. Um, uh-huh. And again, even then, you would think she doesn't recognize she's that close to his face. He never takes his goggles off. Never takes them off, but we can see his eyes. Yeah, the and she never is like, wow, you look a lot like that foreign exchange. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't have the accent. I think it's important to say he, he disguises his voice. Mm. Mm. Um, it's not convincing. Like it's it's not convincing. But when they get back to the gas oh, station, yeah. he almost reveals himself. Yeah. yeah, he's about to. And then the T birds show yeah, up. Yeah, the T birds and the pink lady show up. Yeah, and he disappears. He disappears. Yeah. And he goes. I'll meet you at the talent show later. Yeah, out front. <laughs> and even after, like Batman, he leaves, she's like, "How does he know about the talent show? Yeah. Why would he be at the talent yeah. show?" But like, hey, dummy, it's that British guy. Doesn't make any sense to you, does it? Inhaling too many gas fumes. The T-Birds are angry. Uh, they want the story behind the creep. The story? The creep? There's no story. What creep? Then, then they sing. Is this when they sing their This is when they sing like getting late at the they're grocery store. prowling store. They're going prowling, prowling. <laughs> and I like how they prowl. Like yeah. when they first start singing, they're prowling. Ooh, scary. <laughs> tough guys yeah. it's so bizarre i literally wrote my notes what's happening what's happening i know i was like are they on a stage show are they in the theater oh and also this is the point where i was like wait is is connie stevens she's the english teacher at this school she's like here's your paper on shakespeare yes! michelle pfeiffer it's garbage and later and later she's like oh, i'm just no good at english class I was like, wait, I thought she was the drama teacher. No, I thought she was the music appreciation teacher. Yes! Yeah. Exactly. But no, she I guess she's a jack of all trades. She also teaches English. Which I'll say, my in high school, my English teacher also taught theater. But okay. um, I don't all know. Right, well, I don't know. You know what? Um, but yeah, she's, she's not doing well, Michelle Pfeiffer. So she decides to go and get tutored. Or Michael offers up his tutoring services. That's when they have the ketchup burger at the diner. Um, and this conversation is also great because you know what mm-hmm. you should do when you're out with a guy who's totally into you and has asked you out many times. Just talk about this super. Oh yeah, that this other guy that you're into, you right? Around. Yeah. <laughs> well, she tries to pick it up. No, I just got. I didn't write a good paper because I got things on my mind. And then she tells him the things on her mind, and he's kind of vexed about it. He's like, "Well, I don't know. So, do you? Are you saying you like this guy? Or are you you?" He's just, again, this is what, what leads to his little monologue, right. right? His little sad Michael Cafeteria song about playing charades. That's what it is. The song's called oh, that Charades. Is. The song is called Charades. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. He's doodling a big heart on a piece of paper. It's terrible. His solo is oh, yeah. terrible. 
when he is doodling concentric hearts inside of other hearts. I I saw that happening. I went, oh, they're going to pull back and it's going to be one of those pink ladies. No. Oh. <laughs> no. It's just Michael, just Michael singing his little heart out in that empty cafeteria. So in love. Doodling hearts on a notebook. Because he's playing a charade. I don't even remember how that song goes. I remember when it was being, I was like, he just... He seems like he's not into it. It just there's no charisma yeah. when he sings or when he's. I mean, he's handsome, but that's that's about all he's given us. You know, right. even as the cool rider, he's just like he could do fancy tricks. There's no like his character or his. He didn't do a job of like bringing a, a fire. I guess like a, right. Yeah, I mean, even in mouthing the words to the song during the yeah, scene, it yeah. almost seems like he doesn't want to open yeah, his mouth. Yeah. Like, he's he's doing tired. everything he can yeah. to just get through that day of shooting. Yep. Then he wondered why his career took a big downhill. So this is the night of the talent show, oh, yeah. which I was like, oh, it's the end of this movie. It's not no, the end of this movie. No, we got a little ways to go. We have a luau because that's also oh, part of the... What? Uh, <laughs> Why we had to go to Luau is beyond me, but oh we do. <laughs> I wrote Rock a Hula Luau with about 27 question marks after yeah, it. Yeah, because why? Why? So but he shows up, Michelle Pfeiffer's waiting outside of this talent show, yeah. which is a big deal. Yeah. And he pulls up in his bike, and then the T-Bird shows up, and he drives away. Well, they're going to kill him. That's what... Right. The whole thing is now they're just going to kill him for showing up, yes. I guess. So they chase after him. Then the girls get in their pink Cadillac. They chase after the boys who are chasing after the cool rider who, I guess, just drives off of a construction drives cliff. Off a cliff or something? They seem to, nobody seems to know what's going on because they're like, well, he's not at the bottom. Mm-hmm. He's not dead. I guess he can make that jump. He probably made that jump, right? I can make that jump. I'm sure he made that jump. Yeah. Whoa, we got to go to the talent yep. show. Yep. And right. probably so did he. At some point, he must have made a U-turn. And he was like, I got to get the piano crank. And I got to get a couple of notes going before the show starts. <laughs> I don't have time for a bike chase, guys. It's a charade. I like when, Who am I? I? Like earlier when he is being mobbed by students with sheet music. And he's just despondent yeah, yeah. walking down the hall of the school. Because he's playing this charade. But they all need him to play their song. My right. does he. We get to see a little bit then of the talent show, right? Um, I think we see enough. Well, we see the accordion act, which is pretty great. Like, what is that all about? Yeah. And who's that guy that's singing but flopping around on the ground? <laughs> And then he's just grabbing onto Johnny's leg, and he's yeah. grabbing onto the principal's skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that all about? It's just to show you the range, why they had to be the winners at the talent show. <laughs> the T-Birds, which they keep calling the T-Bones. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, mm-hmm. They tie up the, the other singing male singing group, which are a very nice little acapella trio singing Sandman. Yeah, they felt very threatened by these guys when these guys had no props or anything. They weren't even dressed the same. During their dress rehearsal, the white guy was wearing a different colored jacket, and he wasn't even the guy in the middle. He was on one of the sides. I mean, Doug's going to judge because you know what? Can't stop the music. Can't stop. I'll I'll be like, you saw those village people all dressed in white for that milk song? They... Were committed. Matching. They were committed. Lots of red during the other song. The, the yeah, um, the construction worker the con- song. Yeah, you know. Oh, let's talk about "Can't Stop the Music" again. <laughs> we're almost to the end of this, but let's just start from the beginning. I think of that's going to happen in all our podcasts moving forward. There'll be a little "Can't Stop the Music" in all of them. Uh-huh. Um, 
The talent show goes on. Finally, we get to see the full production of A Girl for All Seasons. We get to see full costumes for everyone. Like you said, Paulette has kind of a, a, a somewhat provocative costume on, which he wants her to uh, right. earn. This is kind of when Johnny realizes how much he cares about Paulette because he wants her right. to cover up before the talent show. He watches her from uh, the side stage, you know, uh, from backstage, mm-hmm. just uh, kind of, you know, oh, that's my girl singing out there about the summer I do think season. It is kind of funny how she's dressed in basically nothing, and then Michelle Fiverr's dressed in a bag, yeah, and like tree. a big tree. And I do like like that the step. There's this like hip thrust that they do. Yes. It's kind of like that, and again, I'm going to sound like an old lady, that new dance the kids do nowadays. Do your kids do the flossing dance? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I didn't think about it until you mentioned how many people were in this act. The T-Birds are in this act. Oh, yeah, because they're helping them change. Running up Mm -hmm. to open the doors. So who cares if they tie? Just have the girls win and the T-Birds are like, like we're part of this. Yeah. Full cast finale production. Um, But like we've mentioned, we made mention of this before, how uh, at the end, Stephanie is part of the whole December winter song. And she takes the little star off of her Christmas head. (sighs) And it floats out into it the audience. It floats out into the audience. <laughs> In a scene that was like out of Black Swan or something. It was very weird. Very it was very weird. And she sings a sad little song to him. And they talk to each other in it. He tells her, don't yes. cry. Just when I found you, I lost you. Never forget me, Stephanie. It's terrible. Oh, my God. It's so terrible. It looked like they dipped him in clay yeah. or something. Because at first I was like, is that silver? Is yeah, that no. gold? No, it's just kind of gross. It's just kind of. But she's also dressed in this weird white flowy gown. Yeah, it's like they're in heaven singing about. Yes. I don't know. It's it's so strange. Yeah. It's, I didn't. I was. I don't know if this or the reproductive song made me more uncomfortable. Oh, no, no, no. It's the last song. That, okay. So right oh, away, the reproductive song was uncomfortable and unnecessary and troubling, but it was wildly entertaining. <laughs> True, to watch. exactly. Like, this was just like I was like, stop, stop. Yeah, this was. I was kind of done yeah. at this point, and I was like, can we just? Can he just back up from the piano, walk on stage yeah. at the end of her song, and just reveal who he is? Uh-huh. They kiss on stage. Everybody applauds. The end. They win. The end. No, but no. No, we have to go to a luau first. We don't see Michael no. playing the piano. No, we think he's maybe so dead. We don't we know. We as the audience, I guess, think he's dead no. because we fast forward to the end of the year luau party where they have a pool, I guess, on school property. Yeah. I guess just in the back. Yeah. It's the school pool. I don't know. Outdoor oh. pool. Oh, he's All so right. put out. So. <laughs> but the king, we, we forgot that the winners of the, of the talent show are... Stephanie and uh, Johnny are the winners. So they are the king and the queen then of the luau. Yeah, I didn't think that the luau was related to the talent show. I think like, it I just is. thought it was the end of the year. Instead of a prom, they have a luau oh. and there's a king and queen. I don't oh, know. Oh, I see. I see. You might be right. I don't know. I it doesn't. Yeah. How about all these hunky dudes that walk That them carry out? them out, right? All I know. These... And walk them right into the pool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was these like, are not are these students. Guys? Yeah. These guys are in their late 20s. I agree. <laughs> Did the school hire them? Yeah, just, just to carry out the king and queen to the luau, right? And then right. we have our teacher that had the nervous breakdown. He walks right into the pool. Oh, um, 
then in the middle of the luau, this motorcycle gang um, led by the, the crater same face. evil gang with yeah. the crater face They guy. can't stop but ruin everything. Then, uh-huh. So they come riding through the luau. And Johnny's kind of stuck, right? Because he's in the middle of the... It is funny. So he's trying to enjoy himself <laughs> at the luau. And he has a cigarette, which then he almost lights himself on fire in the pool. And him it's and Michelle a, Pfeiffer have this little like fight back and forth. It's a weird... Ad lib, yeah. and this is ad lib dialogue if I've ever heard yeah. it. Because she's like, "What? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Where? I don't want to be this queen." He's like, I, I, "I just dropped my cigarette. I just, I just. What do you mean? What's wrong? I just dropped my cigarette." I'm like, come on, this is not in the script, guys. Let's let's get on with this plot here. Right, we right. have to renew the it end along, of this movie. Right? Let's move it along. Of course, when the bad bikers come shortly behind is our cool right. rider, and he's still alive. He emerges on top of everything. Yeah. He's so high up. I don't know I don't how know he got how that he does high it either. Maybe with his bike. Because he came down from heaven. Because he came down from heaven. And now he's here. And he scares off the other bikers and wins Michelle Pfeiffer's heart officially. And yeah. um, all the other bikes fall into the pool, essentially. Oh, yes. And at the end of this luau, he essentially becomes an honorary T-bird, right? Instead of beating yeah. him up. Everyone convinces him, you know, come on, come on. He goes, oh, Johnny's like, all right, you don't even know what I'm going to say. And he, jacket, click, like when he does comb, gum, cigarette. Yeah. Can I say, Yeah. it took this long in the movie. Maybe it's not my only laugh. Oh. But when he yelled jacket and it hit him in the side of the face, that was Did a legitimate laugh, laugh yeah, for yeah. me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he reveals himself. They make him an honorary member. Yeah. They do some... Super kissing. Oh, yeah, they do some weird kissing. It's very... Oh, it is weird. Okay, good. Okay, I'm no, glad you noticed that. It's weird. I didn't even make a note because I thought, is this the way kissing supposed it's, to work? No, it's very strange. <laughs> like, I guess it's supposed to be passionate, but it comes off more... Yeah, it's very strange making they out. They don't seem to be on the same page no, with this kiss. No. Like, they are doing Agreed. two different things, yeah. not even at the same mm-hmm. time. I don't believe they're into each other at all. No. Um then they sing a slowed down version of the We'll Be Together song, which yeah. is so disappointing because, like you said, the other Grease ends with this shamalam lam dubada, like this big everybody is together singing. And now we get this lame version of this song. And I'm over it. I'm like done with all the singing after this. After. Right? Yeah, I don't need to see freeze frames. Oh, when they're jumping! Oh my god! Come on, stop! Because no. it looks like garbage. Looks and silly. then we see publicity stills. Yeah. That I guess they're supposed to be yearbook photos. Yearbook photos with yeah. inscriptions just like scribbled yeah. on them. But I just want to talk very briefly because I thought this was so strange. Please. About how when the pigtail girl broke up with him. Oh yeah. How. He bent down and whispered something yes. in her ear. And what does she say? Like, lost in translation yes. style. Uh-huh. I'm like, what did he say to her? And he, she says something like, yeah, get that pie. Or something like that. Like, she says something. Something like, yeah, them's the breaks, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something like go. that. Yeah. And I was like, what? Why would you put that in this Yeah, it's movie? weird. I agree. I remember that. This mystery bit of wisdom that he has passed on uh-huh. to this child who we haven't really seen since the bowling no, alley. right? Dolores. Oh, and that's it. That, that's, that's how this movie ends. Yep. That's Grease 2. We did it. I want to say that. Like, I feel like in this podcast, we do some great movies. We do some unexpected yes. gems. Mm-hmm. We do some really just bad like movies 
Um, and we do some fun ones. I love. I I feel like this was something we got through. I, I no offense to Grease too, and those that are big fans of it, because I know as you mentioned, <laughs> hey, it's there okay are, to like a movie. I feel like this is going to become one of those forgettable films of the films that we watch. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I did watch Grease too for the movie. Although, yeah. like I said, I had seen it before, but I guess even at seeing, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's what I would say. Yeah, and this is this is my positive take on this. Okay, I like it. Is I think this is a movie Mm -hmm. that if you have not seen it, it's weird. It's really going to sound like I'm recommending this. This is a real, like, seeing is believing sort of situation. Uh Like, they made this. They were like, let's do Grease 2. And this is the movie they made. And in a strange way, we tried to explain it, but you might just want to watch this for yourself. Now, do you recommend for sure if you've seen Grease 1, you should see this? Like, just to compare, oh, just to know. Again, early on I said if if an alien came down and hadn't seen it, maybe they should see this movie. No, I think the only people that should see this are ones that have seen, seen the original. Yeah. Just to see what is going on. What's because happening. It's like they tried to amp up the fun and they made a way goofier yeah. but strangely much less entertaining movie than Grease yeah, was. Yeah, for me, I think it... I, I mean, I guess for Grease 1, too, you had... There was a lot of different dynamic characters in there, and the leads, obviously, we had Travolta, and we had... Um, yeah. I was going to say Meghan Markle for some reason, but she <laughs> is not in Grease 1. I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea. It's like she just... Like the ghost of... Uh, she's not dead. Um, uh, the ghost of Meghan? Was in Greece. You can edit that whole thing out. I really don't know why that name just slipped right. out of my mouth, but it did. Um, maybe because she's married to royalty now. I don't know. Um, and then I was going to say Gloria Stefan, and that's not her name either. But it would have been amazing if they cast that Gloria Stefan in Greece Picture that in Greece too. This British uh, guy falls for Gloria Estefan, who is a head of the Pink Ladies. Wait, in Greece, too? I thought you were still trying to think of Greece. No, one. I'm moving Gloria on because oh, okay, the actress right. whose name, for some reason, Olivia Newton-John. Sorry. Yes. Okay. First thought is, if Greece 2 was done properly, even though Michelle Pfeiffer did a decent job in this, we'll all agree. If right. Gloria Estefan was in cast as uh, Stephanie, we would be looking at a whole different movie. That's my first thought. Gloria as Stephanie? <laughs> yes, if you will. Very titular. Now, on the other hand, what I was getting to before was Grease 1, the original. Um, uh-huh. Our two lead characters were so dynamic, and they brought such a great energy and such a... Oh, sure. Such a good, yeah. like, a, a spark to the screen that it made it that much enjoyable. He, although Michelle Pfeiffer did a decent job, I thought she was a little clumsy at times, but at the same time, I remember as a kid finding her character very likable. And she was likable enough throughout sure. the movie. Um, but he was, he was terrible. He, he was like a big fart. It just wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you ever refer to an actor in any of our movies <laughs> like a big fart before so that's great way to go Caulfield or whatever your name is you made history on this podcast he's a fart of this film yeah like he just stunk it up because I can even deal with the JVT birds and all their shenanigans yeah because they were so over the top goofy yeah I get it but 
Man, as a leading man, you're right. And yeah. and if you want some stuffed shirt button up guy, there's a better way to do that. There this is. guy just seemed bland yeah. from beginning to end. Yeah. And if he had really played up like his alter ego as this cool bike rider guy, if yeah. he had done, like you said earlier, like the Batman gravelly yeah, voice, yeah. I may have been more into it and been like, okay, he's kind of committing here. But no, he seemed mm-hmm. like he was sleepwalking through this I whole agree. thing. I agree. Well, what do you recommend then? I'm going to recommend this. didn't take me too long to think about because um, I like it when actresses, once they hit I don't know. It's It seems to be once they hit their mid to late 30s, sometimes they kind of go away. And I, I feel like maybe it's because I wasn't following Michelle Pfeiffer's career. Okay. Um, but probably when she was in her 40s, she really disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then um, I recently watched from just last year the movie Mother. Oh. And she is in it. And she's And fabulous. she is great yeah. in it. Um, it's a movie that is not for everybody. Darren Aronofsky mm, is not mm-mm. subtle, mm-mm. and I even don't love the movie. I kind of like it, okay. but he kind of he hits you over the head so much. But it's like a movie that if it was on mute, I get looks amazing. Oh, like okay. the movie looks okay. incredible, yeah. start to finish, and you could just watch it like that, like a silent film. Yeah, the dialogue kind of is repetitive and aggravating, mm. but. Um, the performances, for the most part, are good, and it looks amazing. And I hadn't seen Michelle Pfeiffer in so yeah, long. Yeah, it is like they're able to do like this. Semi- I think that's what Cameron Diaz is doing right now. She's kind of retired from acting because you can because you made your name yeah, and you did your thing. Right. And I think that's what Michelle Pfeiffer was able to do for her. Yeah. So my recommendation is, did you recognize at all the cutie little Dolores, our little punky Brewster? No. She is a fun little actress named Pam Aldlon. I hope I'm saying her name right. She works very close. She was in Louis, Louis C.K.'s show, Louis. Oh. And she now has her own show. Okay, I'm going to recommend a show that I haven't seen yet, but it's on my to-see to <laughs> show list. So I'm no, going to recommend okay. that I see it. That's cool. And our viewers see it. Um, and then she went on to make another. It's a show that's on now. I don't know if it's a Netflix show. I should have brought more information mm-hmm. like that to our audience. But nonetheless, the, the show is called Better Things. And it's about an actress, a single mother who's an actress mm-hmm. raising three of her children in Hollywood while trying to be an actress. Um, oh. And I think it's kind of loosely based. I have based never on, heard of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a sitcom, comedy, funny. Is she? Is she nah, Soleil Moon Fry? She's not. They're not the same person, but they have oh, similar. Oh, she's not <laughs> no. Soleil Moon Fry. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's talk about what we're going to do. Let's get next. there. Okay. Because this is going to be transition. It's going to take some little conversation here. Okay. Because our next, I know we're not in October yet, but our next episode falls on the birthday of one Mr. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So, my thought was, let's not do a horror movie. Right. Let's do... Are we doing Cat's the- Eyes again? Nope, we already did it. Okay. We already took care of that. Damn. Okay, I was hoping I wanted to. I know, I know. You want to see more Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. as a mannequin mm-hmm. and a girl with very thick glasses? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are going to do the one and only movie mm-hmm. that Stephen King ever directed. Oh. And it's called Maximum Overdrive. Hi. My name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures. 
But I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow. What in the dickens is going on around here? A lot of people have directed Stephen King novels and stories. And I finally decided if you want something done right, you ought to do it yourself. And who was driving it? I don't know. It was my first picture as a director, and you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. What is going on? I don't know! I just wanted someone to do Stephen King right. You want a war? You got one. I just want to get the hell out of here. So come and spend some time with me and my friends at the Dixie Boy. Spend some time in the dark. Please don't let me in the dark. I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. And that's a promise. You're gonna get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. We already in trouble. Maximum terror. Jesus coming in years. Maximum king. Maybe tomorrow will be our world again. Dino De Laurentiis presents Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Oh, a movie about machines that come to life and like murder people or something. Like Johnny Five? No, like much an more dangerous. evil Johnny Five. But yeah. now I have been dumping in the previews of movies that we're going to do for the listeners, so they've heard okay. this. But Jamie, I suggest to you go watch the preview, okay? The trailer for Maximum Overdrive because it is a coked out Stephen King talking directly to the camera talking about how no one has made his movies right and now it's time for him to do it it is it's a movie that in interviews he does not remember making at all because he was was drunk and coked up the whole time we get to see Emilio Estevez oh Estevez is back so it's literally Stephen King in Maximum Overdrive. He's not it's in it. It's titular. He's no, making but, but he's in it. He's in. Like, oh, he oh is yeah. He's it. in it to win it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so this also got me thinking moving forward. Yeah. We yeah. are, and we'll announce this next time, but we are going to do a Stephen King movie for our Patreon, our October Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will do two Stephen King movies in the month of October. It's going to be a whole... Stephen King Fest. We are having it. We're embracing it. Next time, at the end of Maximum Overdrive, we will announce our next movie, mm-hmm. but it's going to be voted on by you, the listener. So I will put The Shining, Creep Show, Cujo, and The Dead Zone up oh boy. against each other on Twitter. And whatever you guys vote for, we will do that Voting. for the first one. And then we'll talk about the second one when we get to that point. But Jamie, mm-hmm. that's what we're going to do. I like it. All right. Do we have anything else? No, if I wish our audience or our listeners could see us, um, I'm going to um, do my Michelle Pfeiffer snap twist dance. Okay, snap twist. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's how I'm I'm leaving. I'm not. Because I'm a cool rider. Cool (laughs) rider. All right, great. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, that's it. Everybody, <laughs> find us on the places, on the Facebooks, on the, on the places. Twitters. On the Instagrams. <laughs> on the medias that are hey, social. We're up yeah. over, we're in double digit people <gasps> that are donating to the show on Patreon. Oh my gosh. We appreciate it. There is a. Thankful is beyond. Grateful is more intense than thankful. There is a nearly three hour conversation I had with people on another podcast about oh. all of the Friday the 13th movies that's up there now. Yeah, yeah. It's a long one. Um, and as we said earlier, we got a Stephen King movie. A Stephen Kingathon coming your way, actually. And yeah. one will only be available to our patrons yeah, on so- October 1st. Maybe it's got Corey Haim in it. <gasps> Maybe it's about werewolves. I don't know. Maybe it's got um, Gary Busey in it. I don't ah! know. Is it- so we're not going to ruin I want to be a it. Patreon. We're Come not going to ruin what the movie is, but no, maybe that's what no. it's about. But yeah. that will be on October 1st, and that's for patrons only. Go yeah. onto our Patreon page. Sign up. Patreon.com slash movies and see what you get. If it sounds yeah. good to you, throw we think $5 like dollars a month our way, and you will get everything on there. And you get so much fun. It's so much fun. I believe I totaled it up. It is over 17 hours. That's a lot of content. That's that going to help content. a person get through their day. Right. I'd like to think that. I like to think that our yeah. gibberish about these movies helps somebody get through yeah. their day. That's days. over two complete work days if you work yeah. an eight-hour day. Yep. You don't have to pay attention to your boss. You Mm-mm. just got to giggle along Mm-mm. at yep. our shenanigans talking about at length. Sometimes we stay focused on the movies, but if you're a patron, you'll realize that lots of times we get a little off topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You're going to like it. Yeah. How long can we talk about, I don't know, blame it on Rio? Well, what conversations does that get us into? What sort of little uh, alleyways do we head down when we discuss these movies? You want Will know. you hear about the time that Jamie had sex with a 15-year-old girl when she was on vacation <laughs> with her father? Maybe. You might, when my ass was just flying in the wind, in the beach. In the wind? (laughs) Isn't that what, at one point, isn't there just a tush in the air? I don't know. I blocked part of that. (laughs) I don't know. I think there is, because he buries her in the sand. I can't remember that. I don't want to remember that movie. If I think about it, the only thing I want to remember is that Demi Moore was the most appropriate person in that movie and just having a great time. Just yeah, like yeah. hang gliding with some nice... Having a vacation. And yeah, she was having yeah, her sweet She vacation. met some age-appropriate boy down there, and they were having yep. fun together. Yep. Not like those others. Oh, boy. All right. All right. We're going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> we will see Thank everybody you. in two weeks. That's right. Watch Thank Maximum Overdrive. Oh, yes. Thank you for listening. Watch the Maximum Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Get excited about it, because I think we're going to be pretty uh, revved up. I think a Coke machine murders a guy, so I think it's worth watching. All right. All right. Sign me up. All right. Everybody see ya in two weeks. Bye.
no catch up. I hit the record as I said one. I know, but you're not Did supposed you get to that? do that. You're, it's right, isn't it supposed to be five, four, three, two, one? Bump. Hit. Yeah. Well, Ugh, the, we're it, like a regular Lethal Weapon podcast <laughs> here. 